You're tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network, featuring news, interviews, and commentary on all things Black Hollywood. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is Black Hollywood Live this week, featuring news and commentary on this week in Black Hollywood. Black Hollywood Live. Hollywood redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host for Black Hollywood Live this week, Dario Kristen. Hey, what's up, everybody? You're watching Black Hollywood Live this week. We are listening to the hottest track right now. P. Diddy and the family coming back to us right now. Bill, what's the track called? I can't even get, get loose. Finna get loose. Finna get loose. Because we get loose up in here. But I mean, this track is so hot. He premiered at the BET Awards this year, and it was, it reminds me of old school bad boy. But joining me today, we'll get into that a little bit more. Joining me today is the beautiful Courtney Stewart. What's up? What's up? DJ Jesse J. What up? And our very special guest today, the first gentleman in hip hop, style icon, talent, TV personality, doing yes. big things. Oh. Fonsworth Bentley's with us. In the today. house. Thank you so much. What's up, man? Welcome, What's welcome, welcome. Man, it's always a pleasure seeing you. And we know each other for real. We like, know each other. We, we go way, way, TV. way back. Y'all, they were yeah. going to make panties together. They told us. They go all the way back. You got to put that in contact. They were going to make a line of lingerie together. Yeah. I'm so fascinated by that. Thinking as entrepreneurs. We were. We were ahead of the time. Entrepreneurs, y'all. Doing it up. Well, thank you for joining us, man. You're doing a lot of good things. I got a chance to see you perform this year at the BET Awards. Yeah, it was the Bad Boy Reunion. Bad Boy Reunion 20 years. I had to to touch it. I had to touch the stage. It just felt good. I mean, they had the locks and, you know, to hear Peaches and Cream with 112 and, you know, the Benjamins and I mean Little Kim. It's all about Little Kim. I mean, when it Kim was, came I mean, out, it's, it's her energy about, level was crazy. It's all about Little Kim. And you gotta understand, before that, you know, when Puff failed, like in order to get out, he had to step on her head. That's yes. what people don't know, right? Oh, so really? like she had just she had her hand old. stomped on, yes. and she still came up as a professional. Yes, she and did. left it all on the dance floor. For now, sure. now this is like, back and X-Men forth about him Phoenix falling room. on the stage or not falling on the stage. Like, was that planned or not? Oh planned? no, no, no. So here's the thing. When he goes front stage, he's he was told by Lorianne, the choreographer, to stay up there because now the the, the, the door is going to open for Kim to now pop up. But Puff said he was in the moment and he was grooving. He felt that he was getting too much shine and he wanted the locks to get some shine. But you're supposed to walk around. Yeah. <laughs> but he turned around and doing his diddy bop and, <laughs> and disappeared. And so, you know, uh, it was interesting because he literally didn't hit anything. Like, he just fell down, and then in order to get up, he literally had to stand on Little Kim's head to get up. Man. Uh, and his attitude, I gotta say, his attitude was really good. He's like, you know what, let me be perfectly honest. He's like, there's some people who may not even care that I'm putting a record out Tuesday, because right. he was putting the record out anyway. He was like, but now because of this fall, like, everybody's gonna know Everybody that I perform. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it happened, he was like, it, it reminded him, he had just watched the Bishop Jake's message that talked about shallow water. So, shout out to Diddy for having mm. the right shout perspective. Hey, hey, hey. Absolutely. On a, what could have been a detrimental moment. Yes. yes. Listen, yes. shout out to Diddy just for that hot track, because that's my summer joint. <laughs> and know, shout out right? to Pharrell for doing it. And yes. I mean, I, I literally went home, and I, I saw you actually Sunday night at, at the Diddy yeah. party. Yeah. Um, and when they played it, five times in a row I just kept hearing it and then that next morning I literally played it like ten times <laughs> I was at the gym playing it I mean it was going in just going it's in it's a good record it's a good record I can't wait I can't wait for it bad boy's back they're, they're back, back baby 
All right, man. Well, we're going to get into a lot of topics today, including uh, the View host, Raven Simone, says black Twitter hates her. You know, she's had a lot of controversy this year with comments that she's made in the news. So interested to hear about that story. Um, a minority host may be replacing Donald Trump on Celebrity Apprentice. You know, he made those comments recently that mm-hmm. were uh, getting a lot of burn and a lot of people upset about his uh, perspective on Mexicans. And then uh, the last thing that we're going to be talking about that's included in the topics today is dancer Misty Copeland makes history. Woo! Yes, she did. Yeah, she is changing the game of ballet. She's killing it. But first, we're going to read the last week's Buzz Media question, which was, who are you most excited to see honored at the BET Awards? It was Janet Jackson, obviously, who was there, Smokey Robinson, and Tom Joyner. You guys voted. 51% of you said Janet Duh. Jackson. Of course. 33% of you said Smokey, and 16% of you said Tom Joyner. I mean, I mean, now watching it, it, it was all about I would have switched though. the numbers around because, as far as performance wise went, that Smokey Robinson tribute was everything. It was they everything. They did great. I, I know folks were mad. Like, okay, Jenna, are you about to do something? Yeah. Everybody was waiting song. for it. They were waiting for <laughs> it. They were waiting yeah. for it. Yeah. Oh yeah, but but then Janet was looking good, and she's coming on tour. Oh, I got I got really my tickets for October. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm ready for you, Janet. Miss Nasty. But I'm I feel coming. like I feel like Sierra was Jan- when she came with that silhouette with the hair. Curl she killed it. I, like, she I am not mad job. at her. She did a she great job. Like melted into. Janet. I will say though, if you watch them, and they did, all did a really good job, you now appreciate Janet that yeah. much more. I agree. Because it was just a different. It's just something different on it. It was a different funk on it. It's a little more grounded. Yeah. It was like the kids, and version. I was glad that the others didn't sing. I can't <laughs> lie. To you. I, you, know what I'm we don't need that. you know what I'm saying? We don't need it. And it gives you the, let's let's keep it honest. You know, like Janet. You know, she sometimes sings to track, but it's understandable because yeah. of all the dance moves she's doing. It's hard to bust those moves yeah. and then all of oh, a sudden yeah. jump up yeah. on the mic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I appreciate that even more. But I was glad that no one else sang her songs yeah. either because I only wanted to hear Janet's and Janet voice. Her own voice. Like you know, that's a different. She's her own voice. Don't do that. I agree. Don't yeah, don't do that. All right. The buzz meter question for today is something that's hitting the news all week, and people have been talking about this as well. Well, Nene Leakes' uh, career soar after she leaves the Housewives. She's saying she's going to leave Real Housewives of Atlanta. She's said that before. I don't believe it. You know, we'll see what happens because that's a big check. I know Andy Cohen's, you know, talking about the check that she gets on that show. So it'll be interesting to see. But we want to know what you guys think about it. Let us know. We'll read those results next week. First up, we're going to move on to the trending topics with DJ Jesse J. So in 2014, you know, Raven sat with Oprah. And she made some comments about not wanting to be in boxes and that she doesn't really look at herself as an African-American. She hates labels. And Oprah said to her, well, girl, did you just say you ain't African-American? Black Twitter is going to hate you. Well, now in 2015, Raven came out uh, in an interview and said, well, you know what, Oprah? She's Miss Cleo because black Twitter hates me. So apparently, stemming off of those comments, Black Twitter has not been a big fan of Raven. And then also last month on The View, she made a comment in which it sounded like she was sticking up for the person who had said that Michelle Obama looked like an ape. And black Twitter went in did. on her. I mean, she kind of... Did she really? Oh, she did. She said, all of us look like animals. She said, I, I look, look like, like a, a bird. Kid. Oh, that was her way of spinning it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um... <laughs> right, we all were like, yeah, yeah. Because you know, it's yeah. like I want to root for her, but it's like some of the things she'd be saying. I'm like, girl, I will root for her. I love her though. Yeah. Who we who we rooting for now? Raven. Okay. Because she's uh, she's a regular now. Has she said some dumb things? Absolutely. However, I do think that some of the things that 
are not necessarily dumb that she said that are not necessarily what I agree with. Like when she's talking about voting and millennials and yeah. why they don't vote and those types of things. Like I do think that she does represent an honest perspective of a substantial amount of young people. So I, I don't, I, and I don't think it's wrong to hear that voice. I think it's unsettling and it's bothersome, but I think we need to know. And I think it's not a bad thing that she is representing that because if we keep pretending like it doesn't exist, it doesn't mean it's going to go away. Right. So I, I, I still try to defend her, but I understand why black Twitter hates her because she does say some dumb stuff. I, I, listen, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I had this conversation a little bit before we started the show with, with Fonz and I just feel like she says just things that she doesn't think about before she says it. And if she's supposed to be the voice, I know you said kind of she's the sort of the voice of this generation of millennials in that regard, but I just sometimes don't really want to hear her opinion. I don't know what it is. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I love, I loved her as an actress, but for some reason, I just don't really want to You're hear what she has to say Daryl. about each issues. You're I don't. I mean, no, that, that has nothing to do with it. There's <laughs> lots of, lots of, People, I'd like to hear their opinions, but for some reason with hers, I think because she said things in the media that I'm kind of like contradict a lot of issues or things that she said. I, I don't know. I just, I'm not there yet with her. I'm not, I'm not 100% in. I just got to be honest. Love her, but not 100% in. I think The View's a great place for her, and the reason why is because she, like you said, she does represent a large group of individuals who are going to be taking over the country in years to come. And I think it's great for her to sit across women who have lived a longer life than her, especially like Whoopi, when they be going back and forth with each other. Whoopi gets irritated with her, but she schools her. She she has the conversation with right. her in it from a direction of I'm not gonna judge you based off what you said, but look at it this way. And I think there are times where Raven kinda sits back and like, oh, she be trying though to find some way to make sure she sound right. But I think it's a good place for her, a good platform, because she's bringing up perspe- a perspective that is not spoken about. And I, I just think that it needs to be addressed. And I like the fact that they do combat with each other on the show, because it's for a younger audience to watch this. Because let's keep it real, The View was an older audience viewing it before Raven came on. Now you've got kids watching it. Right. Well, what I was going to say is, uh, when I say the voice, I mean, she represents kind of this coming into myself, my own ideas, I've now come out the closet, that right. sort of that sort of thing. But I think that it, it becomes interesting when you say you don't like labels, but then you say all of black Twitter hates me. I represent it, black Twitter, mm-hmm. and I don't hate you. Contradiction. <laughs> so right. it, it is a contradiction. Yeah. And so we got to be careful with you know our, our flat-footed statements when they just don't all the way have merit. And I'm not gonna lie. Maybe I'm a little still annoyed that she said she wasn't black. So you know, <laughs> really I think I think deep down inside, real. if I really just go soul searching, it's probably part of my issue with her. You okay. know, but great actress, and we'll see what happens with her at the View because there's clearly some more sh- shakeup that's going on. Because I read today that they're saying Rosie's still they're gonna she may not be on the show anymore. Yeah, I heard about and that. And there was a couple other changes that they may be making, but they said the Raven's staying. So yes. you know, we'll see what happens. Well, so moving on from that, the game, <laughs> the game is in the news again, 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 <laughs> again. Um, I mean, we always kind of talk about this slander on social media. Well, <laughs> apparently, in 2013, the game, uh, his his kid's nanny uh, by the name of Karen Monroe, filed a lawsuit for defamation of character. So basically, what had happened? The game had ran around telling all of his friends. That this woman um, 
was having sex in the kids' bedroom, uh, that she would yell the ki- at the kids, hit the kids, and all these things were happening, which I'm kind of confused as to if these things were happening, why did you continue well, to have her here? Exactly, yeah. right. Yeah. Um, and then he post- started posting pictures of her on Instagram saying, do not trust this woman. Oh. Um, oh this woman uh, hits kids. He's got a lot of followers. Yeah, so she came out to say, well, you know, reputation is everything in the celebrity nanny business. And he slandered my name. No one wants to work with me now. So L.A. Court has awarded her $200,000 in which the game has to cough up. How y'all feel about that? Well, $200,000 is going to run out very quickly. I was like, all this Especially in California. Especially especially in California. In California. So if this is the business that she's in... uh, I still think think that she got the short end of the stick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I, you know, I don't know how, how that works as far as appealing or s- seeing a, a different type of settlement. But this is uh, it's too bad. You know, it, your name is everything. Everything. Mm-hmm. Your it's name is everything. Yeah. So, yeah, and she's saying now that she can't get any jobs with any real s- bigger celebrities no. anymore because he's you know kind of taking her name and dragged her through the mud but my thing is too is like now you have to be really careful with social media because these things are happening you know you sometimes we just say stuff periodically mm-hmm. I've, i know i've done it myself and i'm like oh maybe i should delete that maybe that's a little bit too much because now people are gonna take everything that you say and look at it like a microscope you know mm-hmm. what i mean and there are people out there who will sue you very easily with things that you just are passing and saying but i mean what he said was pretty specific pretty so specific, yeah. i mean i don't you know like that she won the defamation suit or did they just settle mm, no she won cool. she, she won. actually won like or did, a case. He, did she settle with he the did pen? he settle and say okay look i'll give you two hundred thousand dollars not to go to court so we don't actually know if she won legally that he was declared to have right. defamed her right or if hmm. he just said okay i'll write two hundred thousand dollar check to shut you up and leave me alone and move on because that's usually how those cases end up that's they probably settling out of court because two hundred thousand dollars and you nothing. just walk away like i'm happy like right that's I your mean, ca- you that's how much out, your character you take work? out taxes <laughs> You done? Right, you done. Right, you already you down a hundred. You got ninety-eight thousand dollars left. Right, once you pay the lawyer, you got about. She took home like twenty thousand. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That'll last her a couple weeks. She's gonna be at Trader Joe's. She is not gonna be a whole <laughs> And then he's dealing with his own issues too, because he threatened or, or what do he have? He hit and threatened a off-duty police officer. Yeah. So he's oh, up Lord. for his own kind of uh, arraignment that's taking place pretty soon. Come on. Okay. And they're saying that if he, and they say on, that he's brother. arraigned, he's gonna get three years in prison. So Ooh. I'm, you know, stepping off of that. I'm I don't I look good in orange. I can't do prison. <laughs> no, no, right? No. Orange is not the new black. <laughs> it is not. Don't let nobody lie. <laughs> no. I'm, I'm too lean to go to jail. No. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Too I can't. Early. I can't do it. My teeth are too nice to go to jail. Sorry. <laughs> but I'm, gl- I'm, I'm glad this was this. I fight. I'm glad this story was kind of brought up because we do see it a lot. I was on Facebook the other day and there is a page, y'all, called The Slander Something. And they... Find people, like, if, say you had an issue with somebody on your Facebook page. Mm-hmm. You say, this person's fake, and they are doing A, B, and C. This page will take that person. I'm like, how do you even know? How do you really know? Are you right, How do you vet it, right? And they drag these people. Like, everyday people. Like, it's not like this is like a tabloid thing or anything mm-hmm. like that. It's just like, your uncle could be on this just dragged out. And I'm like, how are you not getting sued for that and like there's a couple pages like this and i'm just sitting out here ever since the snoop dog thing had happened remember mm-hmm. with uh was it iggy azalea yes yeah and then also that um that girl that he made fun of he posted the picture that everyone was making fun of oh, all yeah. these memes yeah. that are coming out of oh, these random memes. people and it's like people are like dragging them through the mud it's just like let's stop y'all like 
there has to come a point where we're all taking a step back and not dragging each other. Like Listen, that's, it'll it'll be stopped when people starting to have to write these big checks. Okay. Trust me, that's it'll true. start real quick. Real quick. <laughs> Boom. Well, if you guys want to start <laughs> well, writing some checks, you can send them over to our sister site, AfterBuzz TV. I'm just kidding. So, AfterBuzz TV <laughs> is an after show network for your favorite TV shows. Whatever your favorite TV show is, as soon as it's done, join us at AfterBuzz TV right after. Maybe it's like Real Housewives of Atlanta or Love and Hip Hop. Make sure you guys check out AfterBuzzTV.com. Yeah, oh, all right. Segway. Thank you, DJ Jesse Boom. J. We're going to move on to gossip with Courtney Segway. Stewart. Moving right into Real Housewives of Atlanta, y'all. The big news of the week, Nene's gone. <gasps> Or is she? Or is she? Boom, boom, so boom. Monday it gets announced. Nene Leaks will no longer be on the Real Housewives of Atlanta. She gave the exclusive to People magazine, and her quote was as follows: "Quote: This was definitely a hard decision for me. Me and my husband, Greg Leaks, have been going back and forth on it for weeks now. But my contract is up, and I just think it's the right time. This is my opportunity to spread my wings and do different things." Well, come Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you change to your racket voice. Come right Wednesday. Uh, word on the street is that the reality is is that they didn't want to up her paycheck enough to bring her back for a full character or right. for a full housewife. And that she may appear as a recurring friend of a housewife. Okay. I was trying to figure out which friend That's it what I'm saying. It's not going to be Claudia. Because she ain't really friends yeah, with nobody. Claudia ain't Claudia. on the show no more. Right. Portia still ain't been re-promoted oh, to a housewife. maybe that's why she was trying to get on Phaedra's good side. I mean, maybe. Who knows? So she can be Phaedra's friend. Either way, she might come back as a friend if the dollar signs are right. But she also said the reason was because it's so much work to be a housewife. And she's got all these other jobs. And I was like, boo, what are your jobs? Well, y'all, come Thursday, we found out this woman got a job, y'all. She's going to be on the new <laughs> ABC to tell the truth. It's based on a 60s game show. And basically, the premise of the show is that three contestants will try to convince NeNe, Betty White, and a third panelist, who we don't know who that person is yet, that they invented something, discovered something, or whatever. And the the panelists have to determine who was the imposter that don't sound urgent. You I better mean, keep that check. <laughs> you better keep that check on deck. Keep that yeah, check but here, on only, deck. Only thing I got to say about that, though, whenever Betty White is assigned right. to any type of program, it does pretty It well. lasts for years. Oh, so right. that's Betty that's White, the yeah, safe bet right there. Betty White is the safe bet on that show. I mean, I swear they named the guy. It's going to be a guy. Well, I didn't get no? the name of the guy. I looked, but where I saw, they just said a no. third panelist. They did say that Anthony Anderson will be the host. Oh yeah, yeah, that's so. Right. Okay, well, that's. I mean, you just said the premise, and I still don't understand. I don't understand. But, I mean, it's the, it was a show in the 60s. Actually, Betty White's husband was on the show in the 60s. Wow. So they were excited. So it might be, like, super fun and, like, super exciting. And she's going to be on ABC, which is a big deal. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, it might be, like, a really good ABC thing. pays well. And ABC pays well. And she's also a character in Kim Kardashian's new game. Who so is? that was the deal. Who, who is Nene? Nene. So I'm sure she got a nice little check for that appearance. So maybe it's going to work out for Nene. But you can go to our website, blackhollywoodlive.com, and let us know if you think she's going to have I'm a I'm going to ask Kim. Is it going to I'm going to be like, Kim, you re-up Joe's contract. You ain't give Nene some uh, some uh, reality royalty wisdom. Well, well she's, she's been gonna- hanging with the Kardashians a lot. So I'm going to think maybe she does. And maybe this is Nene's little... 
This is her chess play to really get her own show. Could be. She also has a show coming out with, she, with Kim, Kim, with Kim, which has yeah. already been yeah. in the works. They're going to do like a road trip. They're or doing a road trip like show, so she might be trying to like set herself up to do oh, her transition. own show after okay. the trip show. All right. So she's like, I'm gonna hold out on y'all on Housewives unless you add in my own show for real. So maybe she is being smart, guys. That show. Well, I'm sure she's being smart. We'll see. Mm. I don't know. I need her to get a product. I just want her to have. She a got a whole fashion line. Oh, yeah, yeah, she, she got a fashion line. QVC. QVC. She's selling out. Or she sells out. Yeah, she sells I was gonna out. Say, she sells out. Yeah, some shawls. floaty black. Her makeup is flawless. Keep that yeah. Listen, uh, when we were in well, New York for the, the uprights, right. and <laughs> I ran into her and Kim and the, the whole team there, and she looked good. I got to admit, like she she, she puts it together. She keeps it snatched. She done run on that treadmill since she been on the housewives. She look good. She look good. I'm not mad. She got them legs. I'd be like, dang, Nene, how I get them legs? You know, I'm but just learning the hair. So her, is it the lace front? She's working. You know, you, you know, she's working on the wig. It. She has okay. moments okay. with her wigs. Because the lace front look good. Well, know. that's good. If I'm that, proud of myself for knowing what that is. I mean, you know, always get on me I mean, about. we weren't there, so we don't know okay. that it was a lace front. It could have okay. just been a weave. Right. But okay, well, you know, generally, it starts lifting up in the front. Her lace fronts have been a struggle bus, but I think that was on purpose to get our attention. Really? I've decided it had to have been on purpose. I mean, she literally because when we start at the Golden Globes, she was on point. Yeah. Yeah. But literally, I mean, she was wearing a Frankenstein wig on TV. That, that, she did now that purpose. one? Yeah. She, she did we on purpose. We can't live that one down. She wanted us to talk about her. I'm not mad. Yeah, All right. Good did. luck, Nene. We love you. Yes. Hope to see you back occasionally on Housewives. Uh, moving on to very smart people in the news. Trump. Mm. So, yeah, y'all, we talked about it last week. He ran for president. He's saying ignorant stuff. We're not going to give him no voice. Who's going to vote for him, though, for real? Apparently, Can we just, well, he Oprah made the, was part of his team um, that he wanted. He is you know. number two in the Republican polls behind Jeb Bush. So somebody. Oh, yeah. And, of course, they say that it's just because he has name recognition right now right. and people don't yeah. know who the other people are. But still, the fact that I, I don't care if I know his name, I would not say, yes, I'd vote for Trump. But somebody is. Either way. So this week, we found out that the relationship between him and NBC is officially over, supposedly. He is suing Univision for $500 million because they were like, cut it loose, boo, we're not airing the uh, Miss Universe pageant, and he's pissed off about that. Or Miss USA. Or Miss USA. So he's suing Univision. NBC released a statement. It's a lot of money. A lot of money. But they're not... They do not want to get rid of Celebrity Apprentice. And that's the only thing I was worried about because I, I love, love Celebrity NBC Apprentice. NBC yeah. wants Celebrity Apprentice No, it's my favorite show. Is it really? It is. That's, that's, the only reason, that's my yeah, joint. The only reason I, I, I was upset about it. this, yeah. I was like, don't do you screwing this up it. for me. Yeah. You would want Celebrity Apprentice? Absolutely. In a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. I would twice. Sure would. I'd be team captain. I'd be the shadiest one of them all. I would make sure I would like strategically plan my demise of all my other contestants. I'd be a little girl scout. Survival. It's all about survival. All right, excuse me, can I get $100,000? You will have your chance because NBC is not getting rid of the show. And word on the street is they are trying to get a minority host. Darren Christen, that's it. Well, no, but the twist is. The twist is... I don't know what they the want him to be is. Mexican. Oh, he well, or she to be Mexican. Stop. Not because of Wait, the comedy. Yeah. Yeah. No, they that's, do. that's what How they said today. That's, no. the that's the rumor. That's the rumor. That they want a Mexican. Yeah. That, that they said basically that it would be nice, <laughs> nice if it were yeah. a Mexican yes. American yes. because that would sort of thwart in the face of what Trump of what he actually said. said. Yeah. But the names that are circulating do not qualify in that category because Just right now. I heard Cheech and Chung were in the running. What? I, I was oh like, my really? God. I, was like, I wouldn't real? even deny they it. Back? I would not. They brought him back? 
No, they they have a dope podcast. From most literally yeah, dope, their podcast. Dope, literally a dope literally. podcast. Literally. literally. No, yeah, literally. actually, it's literally. literally dope. <laughs> it is all about it's that. literally dope. Okay, well, the, the, Which I want to see that movie. The list of names that are circulating for this host position are as follows. Puffy. Seems I to be pretty high on the list. You got, you got the vote already for But me. didn't he Go already ahead. have... What was that show on VH1? He had a similar show. Right? Right? Yeah. I want to work for Diddy. Yeah. But, I mean, the bottom line... That one was on that. He's, 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 in, he's in line. People are also bringing up Mark Cuban, Richard Branson, mm-hmm. Martha Stewart, Warren Buffett, Amarosa, Richard Pierce Morgan, Morgan, and Jay-Z. Jay will never do it. Jay won't do you it. You know who could get it, though? Who? Amarosa. I'm pretty like when I saw. I wouldn't be mad at her because of the history, and she would. She's good for TV. It would be good. I would watch it. Really? I'm not gonna lie. I would call her. We gonna call. She'd be good for that. We gonna call her. I think she would add the drama. Like she'd be telling these girls, like no, (laughs) boo. You fight. Well, there you go. Remember how she she got she got Bethany all the way together. She did. She, she, did. she did. Look, you had to turn yourself in your chair on that stage. Right. She, she said, honey, you have me on your show? That's the truth. On your show? That yeah. is the you truth. She did. Okay. You know what? I I think she'd bring it. I mean, I would say Omarosa, Diddy are my two top choices. But Omarosa's really cool with Trump, and she's always... That's what I'm saying. Well, because she of the history, it, it actually would make it dope because of the history. The yeah. history. That's what I'm she's saying. Been on the show, and she's going to so, yeah. bring the evil queen to the television screen. Mm-hmm. She read it in five. She read it, yeah. Mark right. Cuban would be really good, too, though. I I love Shark Tank. Mark ain't got time. Mark, yeah, I was going to say, Mark ain't got time to do that and Shark Tank. Omarosa, she got time. Let's, let, let's, let's make that happen. All right, let's, put guys. A, let's put a campaign well, there you out for go. You got a yeah. double minority there. She's a woman. Second choice Diddy. And, and play the track Diddy. Bethany's going to gag yeah. when she see that one. Oh, oh. <laughs> we need to have like Diddy moments throughout the show. Diddy moments. Five second Diddy moments. Oh, hold on. Finna get loose. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Silly. You got to catch that. Okay. I did. You silly. <laughs> That is all. That is all, you guys. Amorosa winning. All right, Amorosa. Well, I hope that is seen because I'd like to see that happen. But before that, if you want to see some other shows happen on Black Hollywood Live, you should go to iTunes and give us a rating and comment. We have about 15 different shows that you can check us out on from The Beat, which Jesse hosts, hey, Fashion hey. 401, which Courtney hosts. And we had Fonsworth Bentley today joining Fashion 401, did. giving all his style tips and what to wear, what he wears, and all the fun stuff. We also have Portage, which we all do together, which is an intimate conversation with in-depth long uh, actors and actresses who have been in the industry for a long time. So check us out. Give us a rating. We like a five. If you don't want to give us a five, let us know why. We like to take those comments and create new programming for the show or figure out what you do and don't like. But go to iTunes.com, look up Black Hollywood Live, and give us a rating. All right, boom. We're going to move on to the EUR Web Story Spotlight of the Week. All right. Well, we know that we are fresh off of everything that happened in Charleston, yes. South, South Carolina, and the shootings that happened in the church. And, you know, everyone's kind of mourning that situation. And we also have found out in the news this week that there have been several churches that have had mm-hmm. some incidents that they're equating possibly to some type of retaliation for what was going on in Charleston and what happened to uh, Dylan Roof there, who was convicted of homicide and for nine counts of homicide and possession of a firearm in Charleston. Um, but what is happening is that they say that at least three predominantly black churches have been 
burned or, or caught on fire. They're saying right now it's right three. now in terms of arson. It's arson. You mean the, because the yeah. lightning struck the yes. other right? And then, now they have excuses for three the other, other churches that have allegedly ones, yeah. you know been burned down. But um, three of them, they are saying for sure, have been a reason of of arson, including College Hills Seventh Day Church in Knoxville, Tennessee, God's Power Church of Christ in Macon, Georgia, Macon, Georgia, yeah, and Briar Creek Baptist Church in Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, now there was a fourth one that was reported originally that they said was a black church, which is not ended up not being a black church, which is College Heights Baptist Church in Ohio. Um, but it still had they're 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 actually investigating right now because it had some type of arson sort of situation attached to it. Now a lot of the church officials are pushing for this to be a hate crime if once they find out who's actually doing this. And some of the facts that we found out is since 1956, at least 91 yeah. violent attacks have taken place on. Yeah. Churches across the country, which is just ridiculous to me, mm-hmm. um, and, and, and that we're in 2015 and we still are talking about the same scenario. What did you guys think when you first heard about this story in the news? Well, my my first reaction was, why wasn't it getting the same amount of coverage as I mean, a CVS was getting in Baltimore? And it's just it's just utterly ridiculous. I mean, at the end of the day, we're talking about. Uh, the house of God, whatever your yeah. faith is, yeah. somebody goes there to connect with with the most high and for something like this to be happening in two thousand and fifteen and then not making front page news in the climate that we're in uh, it just says a lot about um, the um, the the apathy the apathy the sheer apathy in in what's happening in the media today yeah. and it's it's just really disturbing. It's really it's disturbing. scary. Actually. It is. It is. I was like, I got asked because uh, obviously gay marriage got approved, and everyone was like, "How come you're not? How come you don't have a rainbow on your face picture? How come you're not excited? Like you can get married? Do you read the paper? Like first of all, like have you seen what's been going on? Like my heart, I'm excited. I'm like that's an amazing thing. But with what's going on right now. The fact that our minds aren't on that, the fact that we can sit there and I have to find out that we can say three to nine churches, but I have to find this news out from Facebook because people want to put it out there and say, no, the news doesn't want to cover it, we'll cover it. And I appreciate everybody on social media. You know, uh, I mean, I've seen some friends of mine who have just taken their Facebook and social media and deleted everything. And every day they post whoever's been shot. I mean, they do the research that, you know, who's been, you know, arrested wrongly or all these things. And I think that it's like I've there's a good and a bad. The good is that I I love the fact that we're finally coming together and where everyone's taking a stance and saying, you know what, we're not taking this anymore. We're not going to allow this to happen anymore, and we're not going to allow the media to tell us what's going on anymore because the media has just washed over everything. I, and I really do believe a lot of this isn't being portrayed because you know we've we've had so much negative in the media. You know, let's just let the gay thing be happy right now and pull back from that. And so it's sad. It's scary. Um, but again, I love that you commented on the it's a it's a house of God. We're like, let's yeah. not mm-hmm. even look at skin yeah. color. Let's just mm-hmm. look at this is a place where Absolutely. we all can connect yeah. because the people burning it down I guarantee you they probably believe in God and they probably are right. in the head. Right. But that is a place of God. No matter who you are, what you are, mm-hmm. you are worshiping the same person. And so it just it blows my mind mm-hmm. uh, to even have to have this type of conversation, Courtney. <laughs> Uh, and you from Atlanta as well. And so. Macon, Georgia and church, is where Georgia. my dad is from. A lot of my family's in Macon, so I knew that's why I knew about that. Um, I 
I thought long and hard about how I what I actually wanted to say about any of this, and I like I but I sit and I want I want to know whose plan is it? Like who in 2015? Okay, hate me because I'm black. Fine, decide that that's what you're gonna do, and I, okay. But when you start to Sorry, choose, it's just crazy that you it is the idea like because mm-hmm. the energy that is required to hate and to go mm-hmm. burn down a church of innocent people, mm-hmm. of the energy it takes to go get a gun and shoot up those nine people that open their home to you. Mm-hmm. I just it, it's just I don't uh, the energy required for me to even think about those things is so crazy. upsetting and angering to me at this point because I'm just like at what point. And then I, at what point do we decide, like, we're not going to do this. That's not what we're going to put our energy in. We're going to put our energy into feeding the kids that are hungry and getting homes for the people that need homes. Like, can we, like, you can hate whatever you want to hate. Go, if you only support white people, then go help some white people that need help and just don't deal with black people, like, at this point. But why do we have to terrorize and destroy and just be... How are you winning? What what did you gain? Like, you're in jail, and your life is pretty much over. So you haven't gained anything from it. And, I, and I'm and i not one of those people that, like, everybody's going to love each other and be... Because I'm not that kumbaya. I don't believe it's possible, and I don't right. believe mm. that everybody is capable of it at this point. Some people just got some spirits about them that ain't on it. And crooked. we can pray for you, but at least, like, why do we have to encroach into other people's spaces and lives in a way like that to... When we're not happy, there's people I don't like, but I'm not going to go set them on fire. Like, but just, here's my thing, uh, not to cut you off, but no, it, go it, ahead. It's, it's, it's being a coward. You know what I mean? Because it, it here's my thing: if you're if you're bold enough to go burn down these black churches and that's what you stand for, then be a, a person who shows your face who's done it. You know what I mean? Like, the, if you hate people so much. Let us see who you are. Like, own it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, don't go hide. And this reminds me of some old school, like, 1962 KKK stuff that's going on right now. Like, right, this like is crazy. Corn, We're come in 2015, on. and we are still dealing with this same BS. I mean, we have a black president in office. Granted, I don't know what that means right now, just with the, with the world the way it is, because, you know... We, I feel like we have a lot of things that are going on that are probably because we have a black president, honestly. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm glad that we have a black yeah. president, obviously. But unfortunately, that also starts a chain of reaction to people who are bigoted and who are fearful of, of what that means. But this is crazy to me that we're still having this same conversation about churches. I was talking to my grandmother about it, who lives in Mississippi, who was talking to me about things that used to go on with the KKK. And she was like, I got to tell you. It, this is reminiscent, like it's it's reminiscent, and that's this scary to me. Yeah. While we're talking about millennials and changing the world, and people don't want labels and all this stuff, and we're still dealing with we're this. Still Are we you never kidding me? Actually, dealt with it, right? And now, now it's so funny. I went to a therapist session today, and the whole thing is coming to it. But now it's like now the conversation's out there. Now the conversation is so out there that we can never go back. Now it has to be dealt with. Mm-hmm. It's people are taking stances. That's what I was saying about the social media thing. It social media you can have these hate groups and all that stuff but it's gonna backfire because social media allows everything to spread and now people are taking a stance and saying you know what I can't get on the news, but what I can do is I have 5,000 followers or this many followers, and I can make my Facebook page a petition. I can make my Facebook page this. And I just think that we all need to get on the same 
boat for that when it comes to that. I think we all need to take a stance uh, as as far as we're not accepting this anymore. We're not going to accept hate. We're going to sit there and say that is a terrorist. Yes, this is a country in which we are built. You're free to say what you want, but now you're hurting people. Now you're affecting people. I don't care if you're mentally deranged or whatever excuse they want to come up with. You're that, That's fucked up. On any level, you have murdered people. And then you got Suge Knight up in here for $25 million, can't get out for running over a damn toe or something, you know what I mean? And then this kid shooting people. No, no, listen, people. don't get me wrong. I love no. Suge. I don't want you to come after me, but Suge's ass need to be okay, in jail. Okay, yeah, but I'm just saying, you know I what I mean? I love Suge. Don't come after me. And, okay, and Bobby but, Schmurder, murder cases and drugs. I get that too, but it's just like, this kid went up into a place, knew what he was doing. That's terrorist shit. We're sitting here talking about ISIS, scared of what's going to happen tomorrow. Right. If we were to pull one of them, what would happen? I guarantee you their bill ain't going to be a million dollars. I mean, sure. I mean, yeah. Sorry, I, I can't disagree with you. Really. No, I mean, you're right. <laughs> but that, I mean, you're right. But see, that like makes me feel like it's just a horrible circle because the same way that there's all of us on social media that are like, bump the media, they're not showing this. Read this, guys. There's just as many yeah. on the other side saying, F the Negroes, burn them up, do whatever. Like, they have their own crew. Like, I just was like... Are we in a place, like, and I know the whole, like, separate equal thing is bad, but, like, can y'all just stay over there? Like, you don't, as a white person in America, you really don't have to deal with black people or Mexicans if you don't want to. Like, just stop bringing your energy to us because we didn't do anything. Like, just, just keep it over there. You can just not marry nobody brown, deal with, I mean, you're going to be mad because the president's brown and there really ain't much you can do about that. But in your day-to-day life, like, why do you have to go and find right like it just i uh, what was that city we talked about one time it wasn't was in oregon it was, where in, it was like, no it was like in, or north in dakota, dakota one of the dakotas some, i think oh, they want the white town all the white town well, the white where town. it's only white people and Good, it, go there. they were planning on like this there. was last year creating just a white only time go go don't there put them go on there. the same concept you ain't got to worry about the black churches you ain't got to worry about nothing just have just your white church like turn up your sign and i will be like all right i will respect your space because i don't want you in mind because you obviously want to bring harm and non-goodness so Was it this show that we were talking about where uh, we said we wish the president would come out and say, was it with you guys? And they said, uh, they're killing you guys because they want to kill me. Was that with you guys that we had that I discussion? Think so. I don't think so. No. But I want to hear about that. Might have been a bar conversation. <laughs> yeah, I was like, no, but I, I, I was having a conversation with someone, and, and they were like, they came out and said, you know, I wish the president would just get on the YouTube or something and just say to everybody, I'm sorry, but they're doing this to you guys because they want to punish me and they can't. No, they're not. They're doing this because they've been doing this and they're, they haven't stopped. Like, hate has not stopped in this country. We've been in a cycle of abuse of brown and black people in this country for hundreds of years. And we've put a Band-Aid on it with our, you know, civil rights. And, like, legally, we're all supposed to be the same. But we didn't heal any of that. That's why there's an argument about the Confederate flag in 2015. And people still trying to be like, hey, it's a historical monument. My grandpa died for it. Yeah, your grandpa also died, so my grandma will be a slave. So, like, we can't, they're not separate issues. They're one issue, and that means something. And the, uh, the, whatever, we're, it's not going to solve. Racism exists. Well, real quick, I do want to add, because you you brought up something there, Jesse. The terroristic narrative has not been put to the forefront how it should be and if there was a group that was 
um, brainwashed by some particular organization, the ISIS or whatnot, and you knew nothing about that, and then you decided to take an action like any of these, you would be seen as a terrorist. Yep. This is a terroristic act. These are Americans. These are these are a, a part of our, our homeland, and this is a terroristic act, and it's not seen as that. And that's the narrative that I would like to be seen uh, that that needs to be talked about, and they need to be dealt with like that. And um, and that's where I am on that. It is a it, at this point it is a terroristic act, and that's the way I look at it. And you know what really balanced me out with the terrorist thing was that uh, when uh, Diddy had gone and uh, whatever with, happened with the UCLA coach, oh, yeah. one of his account, one of the charges was a terror what terroristic was threats. Like what? What? Said, I'm gonna f- you up. But we're not calling this boy. Oh, he's my No, lady. you're also calling him a boy. He's a grown-ass grown man. man. Yeah, okay? He's a grown man. Yeah. But he's 18. a poor boy that was troubled. And he got in the but wrong But Diddy's a terrorist. Like, I can't. Who is it, y'all? <laughs> really who right. is that? Who's doing it? Who? What? Who's the big eye at the top? Like, who's We'll, we'll find out one day. McMordo. We'll find what are the rings over here? Somebody is, like, doing this. The puppeteer. <laughs> Like, what's going on? Yeah, I mean, you know, listen, that's a conversation that we can continue to have. And then we also want to know what you guys are thinking. Tweet us, Instagram us, you know. Leave them comments below. Leave comments on YouTube. Let us know what you're thinking. Go to, you know, obviously iTunes, listen to the show and tell us what you're thinking. Because this is something that we always continue to kind of circle back around. I mean, it's obviously racism is, is... been a subject that's been going on for years and years. We want to know what you guys are thinking and let us know how you think we can change things in the world. How Brainstorm. How, how do we hashtag how, how do we, we fix, this? fix it? So how do we, we fix it? Because clearly, this is a subject that's not leaving anytime soon. So we yeah. need to do something about it. But what I do want to do is end on a positive note. Sure. We got a positive thing <laughs> going on right now. So ballet dancer Misty Copeland. Misty yes. Copeland. Misty Copeland yes. doing her thing. The beautiful. The beautiful Misty Copeland. Five My foot two God. and everything. 32 Misty years old. Day. Has been named the principal dancer for the American Ballet sure Theater in over yeah, 75 years. This is the first time. Yeah. 75 that's, years. First of all, that's crazy. That's crazy, right? It's so she has been featured on the cover of Time Magazine. She's <laughs> at, been profiled on 60 Minutes. And this is what Misty had to say after receiving this high achievement and honor. She said, I had moments of doubting myself and wanting to quit because I didn't know that there would be a future for an African-American woman to make it to this level. At the same time, it's made me so hungry to pursue through all of this to carry the next generation. So it's not me up there. It's everyone mm. that comes before me that got me to this position. Mm. Yo, that is that's proof that she's the right one. That's she's Amen. the right one. Yo, I just want to say, I, uh, I, when I lived in New York, uh, I had a bunch of friends at Juilliard and I had some female friends who were African-American and they were uh, doing ballet. And um they were always like the same thing. We're never going to, you know, be able to get into Have the show. Careers. We're never going to be yeah. able to actually, yeah. you know, we're not going to make the cut. And I was like, and it amazed me how hard they fought and how amazingly talented they were. And so to see this, this is like, it's like seeing President Obama get put in. It's like now kids growing up have someone to look up to and say, I can be that pretty ballerina. Yeah. I can be that. Because that's, that's crazy. 75 Man, years. Look I'm looking at her, Ariel. Them, that waist is snatched. That toe. Look at them calves. Like, yes, bitch. She's killing it right there. <laughs> yeah. She's, she killing, is. It. She's killing, killing it in every way. Now, my question is, why do you think it's taken African-American dancers so long to get this type of achievement? There have been a couple males who have achieved a couple things here and there. You want to hear um, my conspiracy theory? But, Ballet but, is a real specific kind of history like and aesthetic and 
the physicality of the women and like so they've always you want to talk about I mean racist absolutely yeah. but they also have a very ingrained thought as to what body is mm. a body type for a ballerina like like you learn by the time you like you know if you've been dancing since you were a little girl you learn by about nine years old if you got raggedy feet and you can't be a ballerina like they will tell you right, right away you know what I'm saying yeah. so it's not part of it is a racial issue but the other part of it is the ballet itself is has the culture of ballet itself for the years that it's been around has a very specific look and appear like things that they appreciate and respect and determine is what a ballerina looks like and is and that's why it also is even more awesome from a body type perspective because she's a woman and she has a woman's body and that was not always an acceptable form in ballet period so the idea that she is even a professional ballerina is awesome and amazing yeah. and fantastic. And now that she's at the forefront of it, it obviously it hopefully will like change people's ability to see like you can be the beautiful swan. Like you are beautiful and having a little mm-hmm. bit of hip and an extra booty more than the Russian white girl is actually. But okay. even to take it out of the race context, it's here's somebody, you know, let's take it away from that. But here's somebody who now that these girls cause you go to that school, or I mean in all these schools mm-hmm. around there and these girls are in the bathroom throwing up. These girls are because yeah. they yeah. got to make yeah, that cut. Name, yeah. Yeah. And so no, nope, that's not the, that's not the statue. Standard, right. Yes, You're right. Well, I look forward to seeing what else she brings, and she's a beautiful girl. And Congratulations, thirty two. Like, that's not lost on me either. Like You're killing it right now. Do we know if she's single? She's not single. She's not single. You know. I know. I know. I know. Did you go find out specifically? I did some real research on her. She's not single, but you know, it's okay. He's a lucky man. You know. Before you wrap up. Do you know Missy Elliott? Can you contact her? Because I've had yeah, this dream, okay? And I okay. need you to tell her this. I'm just going to give it to her, girl. All right. I've always had this dream. From young, Missy Elliott is going to come out with a hip-hop video and use black ballerinas. Hmm. I've always well, had listen, this dream just in my head. Just send her the show. You just said it right yeah, there. Yeah, you yeah. make sure she got this you show. Got, we'll get it to we'll I just need show. that. And that would be so dope for her comeback. That'd be fresh. Where is the comeback? Come back soon. Come back soon. Come back soon. All right, out. congratulations, Misty. But we're gonna we're kind of ending the show soon, so we want to talk to Mr. Fonsworth Bentley really quick about all the exciting things he's got going on. I mean, you got lift every voices. You got a best selling book on yes. the New York Times, man. I, what's going on? Like, what, where can your fans find you? And what are they? You know, what are you working on next? Well, I've I've really enjoyed the the post that lift every voice. I mean, this show literally has been around for fifteen years. Mm-hmm. I think I'm the fourth or fifth host on it. Um, and, you know, I've done some excess Hollywood work in the past. What I really enjoy about this show is I'm able to go a lot more in depth. You know, a lot of the questions that a lot of times just for some certain uh, pop culture shows just aren't so relevant. Right. I think ultimately when, when you have platform, people are looking at you as uh, someone that's like, man, how did you get there? Yeah. And the how did you get there... It's not just the, well, you know, I met this person and then I went to this audition. No, I want to hear about when you had no money. Right. Mm-hmm. I want to hear how did you get through those moments? You know, when you picked up the change in the couch hoping that you could potentially pay your SAG dues. Wow. These are That's the real. moments. That's real. That's These real. are the moments. And so those are the, the those are the moments that I get to get to with, with some phenomenal guests. Um, just, you know, we just taped about... Six episodes this past week over the, the the weekend, and so it's funny. It's like we think we know Isaiah Washington, for instance, and I just got a whole new appreciation for who he is, and you know um, the reality. And yes, did he get out of pocket with his comments? 
Yes, he did. But, you know, uh, we all make mistakes. One of the interesting Absolutely. things I, I found out about him is he's the first African-American in America to actually receive dual citizenship. citizenship. Mm-hmm. In 2010, he's the first person to do that. That was a dream of Dr. King, a, a dream of W.E.B. Du Bois, Malcolm X. He actually did that. And it is very powerful. So he's literally overseas now doing some serious business. The average billionaire in Africa is 33 Three years, years old. Wow. And so it's really, really significant uh, just to be able to go in depth with some of these great, uh, great artists and to really talk about their faith and how they utilize that. So I've been enjoying doing that. That's every Sunday at 10 uh, on BET, and I've been enjoying doing that. Uh, the book, which you mentioned, thank you very much, Advance Your Swagger, How to Use Manners and Confidence and Style to Get Ahead. I just really felt that there was it was time for a modern-day etiquette book. Yeah. You know, not it's not gender specific. It's for ladies and gentlemen. And the philosophy is, I believe, swagger is a tertiary agreement. Manners plus confidence plus style equals swagger because it doesn't matter yes. how stylish you are. If you're rude, don't nobody want to be around Amen you. <laughs> Damn sure true. And yeah. conversely, if you're if you're stylish and confident, but you don't know, no, if you're you're mannerable and confident, but don't know how to dress appropriate for the game, you won't even gain entry. Mm. Mm. So that's the philosophy. Mm. And uh, I've been going around. Uh, several schools have uh, we've developed a curriculum with my mom. I wrote the book with my mom. Stop too, right? Didn't yep, you? yep. Yes. My, yeah, my mom actually was I was there it. teaching that uh, there, and uh, done a lot in Mississippi, uh, Mississippi Valley State, and there in the Mississippi Delta, uh, which is the poorest community in America, mm-hmm. right there in, in Mississippi. Uh, but it, it's, it's you know it's it's life's it's life's work for me. I'm really passionate about it because what I found is you you meet so many people who you know say I don't know my my father, say my mom's on crack. If you have the foundational tools. Of etiquette, you can go in places uh, that you probably would be a little more nervous to go in because basically etiquette just makes you comfortable in all social situations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so now that young man can feel confident going to that that restaurant with the white tablecloth. He may not be able to afford the appetizer or dinner, but he can sit there and order tea. Mm-hmm. And he's yeah. having a conversation with everybody in the room. I think back to, to the old days when we were in New York. I mean, Jessica and a, a, a little-known actor at that time, Terrence Howard. Terrence we, Howard, yeah. we, we would all go out. Yeah. We were all broke. But we would put our monies together and get an appetizer at the finest restaurants yeah. at, 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 in, in New York. You know, this is pre-Google, right? And so every time, because we were young, people would come up and introduce themselves. And there was an opportunity to, to ask a question or to get an idea of what periodicals or what, what things were important in a particular genre to find out. And that's a wealth of education. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. that's why I'm really passionate about that work. But I, I guess of anything I'm working on, the coolest thing and the most proud I am is, is, is my daughter, Zoe, who will be yeah. two. She's adorable. Thank man. you. In, in July, Yay. and uh, you know, my, my family is my first ministry, and I, I am happy to say I'm doing a dang good job. Yes. You mentioned Yay. something that I wanted to kind of have you explain a little bit more. You're talking about kind of a lot of people see the end results of things. A mm-hmm. lot of times, they see the yeah. fame and all the the glitz and glamour that comes with that, mm-hmm. but. You started off, you know, a very humble environment mm-hmm. as far as, like, how you got to where you are. How did you get discovered by Diddy? A lot of people don't know that story. Yeah, it's interesting. So what it, what actually happened, you know, being in New York and I'm working at Ralph Lauren, and you, you remember I was working at the Polo Mansion. And so going out at night, I was living in Brooklyn. I could either 
go over to Brooklyn and change into something more casual or I could go dressed out from what I had on and I you know this is how I dress anyway and so uh, unbeknownst to me I began branding myself and it began standing out and so I'll never forget I remember one day I went up to Sean Combs at some party and I was like uh, and Sean John had just launched his clothing line which was again if you recall when it first launched it was just denim velour jogging suits and t-shirts that was it well, I have worked in fashion now almost three and a half, four years. I was very confident in this space. So I walked up to him, and I, and I buttoned my jacket. I said, uh, Mr. Combs, you want to do this? I said, but you can't do this. And then walked off before he could say something. Because, see, here's the thing, people. you got to tailor your moment to yeah. the individual. Yeah. Yeah. You can't go up to Sean Combs and say, how you doing? My name is... Here's my resume. Ten you know second I mean? pitch. You need a ten second pitch. Right. Here's you gotta guy. have it. And so yeah. I, I, I left before he could say anything because I can't do verbal karate with Sean Gong. <laughs> <laughs> Next time I saw him, ran up verbal to him. Karate. I walked I up to that. him and he's like, and I'm like, I was like, listen. Um, I said, do you know how much more money than me you have? I said, but do you know how much better I look than you every single day? And then walked off. Oh, you did the second walk. I did off. the second. I did the second walk. The third one. I, and I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna round this out quick. Uh, I'm in Atlanta at a party. Make sure I get in there, and I got to use a different approach because it's security. And now I stand out. You, 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 you may just get tossed. Yeah. Right. So he's at the other end of the party, and you know he's kind of. So as soon as he sees me, I'm like, right. <laughs> I'm in New York. I'm at uh, I'm at um, uh, Blue Ribbon downtown. I'm at Blue Ribbon, very small dining room, as yep. you know. He walks in, he sees me, and he just A-lines to my table. So, you know, I stand up, but my jacket is a stare-down match. I'm sitting with a shoe, uh, a shoe designer and a young lady that knows him. I win the stare-down match. He looks at him and says, give him my uh, two-way. I want him to work on my fall wardrobe. I, di- I didn't get it. I didn't send him a message on the two-way. I'm busy. I wasn't busy. I was at home like, oh, my God, this is Puff Daddy. <laughs> like, what am I going to do? I love that you gave the real answer. I love it. I love it. I love it. So, so, so real quick, what ha- ends up happening, I end up leaving. You. you know, I left Ralph. I'm working at 11 Madison Park. I leave there. And I just felt it in my heart. I, and I sent him a message. I said, I'm sure you're really busy. I need to talk to you. He said, who is this? I said, it's Derek. He said, where are you? I said, I'm at 73rd and 3rd. He said, who is this? I said, it's Derek Watkins. He said, where are you? I said, around the corner from my house. He said, who is this? I said, okay, now how do I let him know who this is? And I said, hmm, it's Derek Watkins, the suit master. He didn't reply. I was like, he knows who this is. So I did what I do when I don't know what to do is I talk to God. And see, prayer is not a monologue. It's actually a dialogue. But many times we don't take the time to be quiet and listen. And I said, okay, Father, I want you to tell me exactly what to say to him so that I can get FaceTime with him today because I need it today. And so I sat there for 25 minutes in the lobby of my apartment. Next thing you know, it just came right out of me. And I said, you remember the guy from Howard University that traveled to New York City to intern with Andre Harrell? That's his story. I said, I'm that guy in 2001. Don't make me go back to work on Monday at the restaurant. He said, come to 1396 3rd Avenue. I started training as his assistant that day. True story. Mm. Wow. Perseverance, consistency, strategy. But ultimately, it was tapping into the supernatural mm. to get the exact strategy to get there. And I'll end it with this. The children of Israel were given the land of Canaan, but there was specific strategy on how to take Jericho. Mm. And so Jericho, he said, okay, I want y'all to walk around that thing seven times. And they probably look real crazy Crazy. to them people inside of that fortified city. Mm -hmm. They probably look real crazy, but you know what? They heard a word and all they did was went and listened to that word. So to those people that are listening right now, whatever dream, whatever vision you have for your life, I'm just asking you to quiet yourself 
and really press in to hear exactly what it is that he's telling you. Now, here's the thing. What he tells you to do may not sound like it has anything to do with that vision or dream you have for your life. Yeah. But whatever that thing is, do it quickly. It may, it may, it may say, go feed the homeless at a shelter. He may tell you, to, 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 I, don't, what, I don't know what he's going to tell you, but whatever he says to do, do that thing. Because on the other side of that is a release. For your destiny. Okay, so we're going to have a TV show for you. And it's going to be called Bentley Fix My Life. Amen. I'm the first guest. Because <laughs> I just got my whole life um, right there. And I don't even yes. need to go to Amen. church on Sunday. Right now. Priest, I mean, real, damn, like, what else you been I need today? a fan right now. And you need to go ahead and pass the, the host of BHL. We right. don't have. I was going to ask you a couple more questions. No, no, I asked no, you nothing no. else. We're going to leave on that <laughs> note. I'm like, I'm going to set my life no, up. No. All y'all need to rewind it right now and listen to that. Wait, what's the name time. of the book again? <laughs> Advanced or Swagger, How to Use Manners, Confidence, and Style yes. to Get Ahead. Yes. Listen, brother. I am proud Thank of you, you and you. Thank just, you, brother. We just had a moment right now that I just <laughs> listen. I don't even know how to end the show right now. I'm, I'm, just, I'm like, ready I'm, to I'm jump like, up and You should end the show. I don't even need to end the show, you know. But um, where can fans find you on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook if they want to know more about what you're doing in your books and all that stuff? I know you got some acting projects coming up too. So yeah, well, you can definitely follow me on everything. I'm, I'm snapping. I'm tweeting. I'm gramming. <laughs> I mean, if it didn't, if you if it didn't happen on Instagram, did it really? even happen right like, you're right about that. Uh, periscope yeah para yeah we got i got a para i got a para you para i just started okay bt maybe do it for the bt all right yeah but i'm at fonz bentley f-o-n-z-b-e-n-t-l-e-y you know you better ask somebody yeah and give them the title of the book one more time okay it's adventure swagger how to use manners confidence and style to get ahead and it's on ibooks but i say support your local bookstore they're there as well and they're in barnes and noble and all that too and then lift every voices every every Sunday, Sunday at night, 10, 10 a.m. No, at 10 a.m. Every, every Sunday at 10 a.m. And really cool guests. And if, follow me on Instagram. We'll let you know who's coming up. Cool. Yep. Right. Courtney, Love where can it. they find you? <sighs> Besides that, not show. on Periscope. <laughs> yeah, not on Periscope. <laughs> she will not, not get on it. Periscope. Won't do it. I I'm on in my room uh, with Jesus because I know that's right. <laughs> I, need, I know that's right. <laughs> but you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Stuart Starlet. Boom. Jesse. Boom. Everywhere at DJ Jesse J. You can find me at Daryl Christ on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And also remember to uh, vote for the Buzzmeter question or answer Buzzmeter question this week, which is Will Nene Leak's career soar after leaving Real Housewives of Atlanta? Let us know what you guys think, and we will, will read those results next week. Have a wonderful 4th of July weekend. Woo, Bentley here tonight. We're going to go to his house for the 4th of July. Right. Barbecue. Barbecue. Hey, hey, right. hey. Have a great weekend. Want to go meet? That's right. Producers Maria Menunos, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire BHL crew, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us at info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I'm your BHL announcer, Scipio. Instagram me at Planet Scipio. Thank you for tuning in. Hollywood Redefined The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.